give God the honor. We give him the praise for truly worthy praise. Thank God tonight, Wednesday night Bible study. Thank God for those who have been joining in with us, those who are here present with us, those who are coming in through uh, virtual means, social media, uh, FaceTube, YouTube. God bless you. Uh, we've been going all all year with this Bible study, and we thank God tonight that this actually will conclude our Bible study for the remaining of this year. But Amen, declaring and believing that God's people will still continue, amen, to study to show themselves approved. And so again, we thank God tonight for you, amen. Um, this point, listener, again, we commend you for staying connected, not so much to this uh, broadcast or this program, but, all, but just staying connected to God. If you're looking tonight, that means you're still connected by faith. Amen. And that, that means that you're, you're doing better than what you probably believe. And so, again, we thank you tonight for staying connected, abiding, abiding in Christ. Amen. So tonight we'll definitely want to lift up our subject matter. We've been talking about the end time and I want to get into some things uh, rather quickly tonight. A lot on the agenda uh, so we can finish everything before the end of the Bible study. Amen. We've been talking about the end time and we understand uh, based on the end time that, that we're in the end time. And, and I want to give it to you tonight in a way where hopefully we'll just encourage you. Amen. A week before Christmas and um, understanding people need encouraging and for the children of God, the saints of God. Uh, end time discussion is, is really to comfort us. This is what we've been dealing with. With Paul, Apostle Paul has been talking in the book of 2 Thessalonians, and he's been giving them understanding, and even 1 Thessalonians, helping them understand, giving them thought and understanding to comfort them in times of trouble. And so the end time for Christians is, is certainly a time to encourage us. Amen. Understanding that this is not our home, that we're transitioning rather quickly to the other side, where will be our eternal place of refuge and saying again we thank god for you tonight eternal lord our god we thank you we praise you we ask your blessings upon our bible study tonight we do give you honor we do give you glory for truly your word to be praised and we pray tonight that god that you will remove any distractions tonight we pray tonight god that you will speak to our hearts speak to our minds tonight god we're praying tonight god that you will, God, just encourage us and just increase us in knowledge uh, tonight, God. And again, God, we thank you. We give you honor. We give you praise. We're praying for all of those tonight, God, that is in very different set of circumstances tonight. Lifting up tonight those that are just, uh, just struggling to get through, God, that you would encourage them in this particular hour. And so, God, again, we thank you. We give you honor. We give you the praise in the name of Jesus. And every heart said amen. Amen. God bless you tonight. I want you to go quickly tonight, um, uh, mainly to the book of 2 Thessalonians. Uh, you're going to need that tonight. Uh, a lot of what we'll be dealing with will be coming from the 2 Thessalonians. I, I commend all of you all who have been connected with us, reading along with us, going through different scriptures and books of the Bible and things of that nature. So we're looking at 2 Thessalonians, chapter, uh, starting at verse 2 first. Uh, then we'll go to the book of Daniel, chapter number 11. And we'll end tonight in the book of Revelation, chapter 13. What I'm going to speak to you tonight, I'm going to highlight some things, but trust me, it, 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 it deserves much attention. It deserves uh, more, more careful study 
on all of our parts because it, it all of these things I'm going to talk about tonight uh, certainly has their own place where they need to be flushed out. So again, we thank God tonight. We started talking about a few weeks ago, specifically the end time. We talked about that that we need instruction. We talked about um, that 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 we need to be comforted in the end times, and we gave literally a lot of scripture on that. Uh, the, the purpose tonight is to be very uh, connect with the Bible speaking to us and make it very relevant to what we're dealing with right now here today, even in the midst of this pandemic. Uh, a lot of things are happening very fast, right before our eyes. And if you're not spiritually in tune and knowledgeable about the word and what God's word says about certain things, uh, you, you, you won't be able to understand and be able to connect the dots when you hear different things spoken through news, social media, medium, and things of that particular nature. So tonight, I want to I understand tonight, I want us to talk about, we, we talked a little bit last week about the Antichrist, uh, that, and, 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 but I want us to understand it with a focus, to not get so caught up on, on really the Antichrist, uh, but, 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 but certainly to, to continue our focus on Christ himself. Uh, that that's the main thing. We're not we're not trying to get so locked into the, the Antichrist and who he is and and what he's going to be doing. All of that that has its place, and the Bible wants us to be mindful so we can make right decisions in the end time. But our main focus, make no mistake about it, each and every day, is not to focus on the Antichrist, but to focus on Christ. Uh, Jesus said in the book of Luke, chapter number 21, verse 28, he says, Now when these things begin to happen, he says, look, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws nigh. So I want to understand tonight. We're not getting just so caught up in, in a lot of understanding about what all that means as an antichrist and the tribulation period. Our focus always remains Christ. That's what Jesus says. Jesus giving in time discussion, talks, uh, study, and information in Luke 21. But he says here, now, when these things begin to happen, he says, look up, adjust your focus, adjust your priorities, adjust your, your, your concentration on, and, and look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws nigh. Amen, somebody. So we're, we're certainly keeping it in right perspective. Our focus is on Christ, okay? But we just have a healthy understanding of the Antichrist because of things happening, and we need to have a certain knowledge of that. So go to the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter number 2. I want to begin verse number 3. 2 Thessalonians chapter number 2. I want us to begin our reading in verse number 3. Uh, and again, Paul is talking to the church at Thessalonica uh, because they had they had some bad information. You know, if you got bad information, you make bad decisions. They had bad information, and they were starting to make bad decisions because they thought that some of the things that they were seeing meant that Jesus Christ had came and they were left. That is a bad feeling to have. Amen. But but Paul helps them understand. He ain't came back and returned yet. He gives them understanding. He says, comfort yourselves. It's some things that's going to have to take place first. And so that is really the goal of 2 Thessalonians chapter number um, 2, especially 
in regards to where we're reading tonight. So let no one deceive you. This is verse 3. Let no one deceive you by any means. For that day will not come unless there is a falling away first. And we talked last week about the apostasy. We talked about the falling away of the church. And, and, and then the man of sin, and then the man of sin is revealed the son of perdition. Um, if we can get our timeline, please. Uh, God bless you. Uh, Sam, please make sure that you focus the camera on our timelines and not, not on me right here. In time we look at, look at the timeline, I want you to focus there. Amen. Um, we're in the present church age, the rapture of the church, where we're talking about the falling away is right before the rapture of the church. We talked about last week the rapture of the church is the taking away of the church. After the taking away of the church, there will be at that particular time, this is where he's talking about the son of perdition, there will be uh, the revealing, or uh, there will be, there will be, he would be coming on the scene, literally, the Antichrist. That will be right, right, bef right, right before, amen, uh, right after the rapture of the church, the next event on the God's prophetic time calendar will be the revealing of the Antichrist. So let no one deceive you by any means. That day will not come unless there's a falling away comes first. There'll be a pastor. We talked about that last week. People are falling away from the faith, falling into different belief systems, falling into the belief, amen, in the worship of this world. And then he says, and then the man of sin is revealed. The rapture of the church comes right between both of those. The falling away, the apostasy of, of the church, and the, the revealing of the Antichrist. So our understanding tonight is we need to understand these particular things. So let, let's look at verse 4. Who is this Antichrist? First of all, it says that he's the, the son of perdition. He opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worship, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Understand tonight that the Antichrist, his Lord, his director is Satan himself. What Satan could, could not do in heaven exalt himself to the throne of God because he was kicked out of heaven. Now he's using his space here in the earth realm to exalt himself as God. And he's using the Antichrist. He's using the Antichrist, amen, to pull that off. As Antichrist does that, then Satan is the one that gets the glory in that. So verse 4 says, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worship, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So what's going to happen with the Antichrist is that he's already usurping worship from God, and, and he, his whole goal is to sit as God in the temple in Jerusalem and to claim to the world that he is really God. Then verse 5, do you not remember that when I was still with you, that I told you these things? And now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time. That's very important. He who is restraining, which means today the Antichrist lives. 
We believe that he lives literally. He will come out of the European nations. We believe tonight that he lives right now, this hour, but he has not been revealed. His position in the earth has not been solidified yet. The Bible helps us understand to know when he will be revealed. Yes, when the church leaves out of here, but verse 7 is very important. It says, for, the, for, for now you know that who is restraining. There's only one supernatural force that's able Amen. To restrain evil. The only reason that evil has not taken its place where it just rules the world is because of a supernatural power called God that works through the person of the Holy Ghost. When, when, and, 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 and so the Holy Ghost, that, that supernatural power of God and God's love and God's power that's in the earth through the church. Not outside the church, but through the, the believers on earth, there's enough Holy Spirit in us that is restraining the evil, diabolical work where it's not operating at a level 10. And so what the Bible says that when, he, when the church is raptured, the Holy Spirit and that ministry of the Holy Spirit will leave with the church. It's very important that you understand that because when the church leaves, it's going to be like the, 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 the wild, wild west in the earth realm because the church is gone. But most importantly, the Holy Spirit, who's been restraining evil, will be taken out the way. And when he's taken out the way, there will be nothing to restrain evil in the earth. That's what that's talking about. It's really talking about the rapture again of the church. When he who is restraining, talking about the Holy Spirit, there is no force, no supernatural forces that's so powerful that to restrain the power and the work of the enemy. But it is the Holy Spirit tonight. Amen, somebody. And now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. So when the church leaves, Holy Spirit goes with the church then what you will find, there will be, there will be the introduction to the world of this man of, of sin, the son of perdition, the Antichrist himself. Just like there's a holy trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, there's a holy, amen, ungodly trinity, and that's the devil himself, false prophet, and the Antichrist. Verse 8 says, and then... And, I tell y'all, you have to really appreciate the church. We, 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 I know we, we, we got some hypocrites in the church, and, and we, we, we don't hit it all right all the time, but, but we got enough Holy Spirit in us right now that's carrying us through this thing. Amen. And, 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 and it's through the church right now. And that's why you got to be very sensitive of people. Amen. And leadership of the nation, no matter who the leadership is, that, that does not respect the leadership of the church. It is through the Christian church that the Holy Spirit is doing a work. And when this church leaves this earth, people will value the church really for what it is really and what it is for. Verse 9 says this. Uh, uh, verse 8 says, and, and then a lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of the mouth, and destroy the brightness of his coming. We're not going to really deal with that. That's, that's after the tribulation when Jesus will, Christ will come back himself. Amen. At, at the time of the battle of Armageddon, we're not talking about none of that tonight. I just, but the coming of the lawless one is according, listen, he is according to the working of Satan. 
he, he, he's going to come and work according to the agenda of Satan. His agenda is what? To steal, kill, and destroy. He will be given all power, signs, and lying wonders. He will look like God. He will give, you, you, people will believe that he really is a God because God the Father himself will allow the Antichrist to work openly with power, signs, and lying wonders. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, he's going to take a lot of people with him. He's not going to be revealed until the church leaves. He's going to be, he's going to be the ruler of the seven years of tribulation. He is going to deceive many people. He's going to deceive many people unto their own destruction, unto their own perishing. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish. And that's why it's very important to be on the load that's leaving out of here with the rapture. Because it will be a time of deception. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not, listen, they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. They never received the love of Jesus Christ, the love of truth, which is Jesus Christ. And they got caught up into this situation with the Antichrist in the seven years of tribulation. Many people will come to faith in the seven years of tribulation, but it will not be like we're coming to faith now. We're coming to faith, amen, and especially in the United States, maybe not so much in some of these other third world countries where it's still got a lot of different other, amen, things they got to continue with to come to faith. But it's easy for us in the United States to come to faith. It, 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 it will be a life and death situation to try to come to faith in Jesus Christ in the seven years of tribulation. Amen, somebody. Amen. Let's go to the book of Daniel, chapter 11, tonight. Our comfort tonight is we won't be here. Now, let me say that. We should we should be seeing this stuff right here, in, 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 in of the Antichrist. But I want you to understand the Bible tells us, and we should have read a little bit long, a little bit further in Second Thessalonians chapter three. The Bible tells us that His Spirit is already at work, even though He has not been revealed. The Spirit of the Antichrist, the Spirit to draw people away from Christ, the Spirit to deceive people, the people. Uh, right now, it's already at work. So that's why this is a very relevant topic for us today. We're not in the tribulation, but the spirit of the Antichrist is working to keep us here and seduce us so we won't make, amen, that appointment with the rapture. Revelation uh, chapter number 13. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Daniel chapter number 11, verse six, 36, tells us a little bit more about the Antichrist. I'm going a little deeper tonight. Stay with me. I'm just going through some preliminary things. Uh, Daniel 11, verse 36 says, Then the king shall do according to his own will. That's talking about the Antichrist. He shall exalt and magnify himself above every god. Shall speak blasphemies against the God of gods. He's going to blaspheme the name of God. He's going to lure people in, and he's, it's not going to seem like it up front. It's going to seem like he really is for God, but he's going to trick them. And he shall prosper to the wrath 
has been accomplished. He will be prospering on this earth. Seven years, he will be prospering. He will have a lot of followers. He will have a lot of power, a lot of position, and a lot of prestige, the Antichrist. For what has been determined shall be done. Verse 37 says, he shall regard neither the God of his fathers. He's not going to regard any fathers, the fathers that we know. Nor will he have a desire for women. He's not going to, he's not going to have a regard for, regard for, you know, a reverence for God. And that's why it's so important right now that we reverence God. He's not going to reverence God. He's not going, he's not going to regard God at all. But, but the other thing is he, this man will not have a desire for women. So that speaks to us that this is a man of homosexuality. It's the Bible. It's talking about the Antichrist. That's to help you understand why you're seeing some of the things that you're seeing right now. One of some of these greatest movements that's going on in the earth, especially all through the earth, especially in the Western civilization where we live. He shall regard neither the, the, neither the God of, 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 of his fathers nor or desire of women nor regard any God, for he shall exalt himself above all, them all. Amen, somebody. Verse 38, but in their place, in their place, he shall honor a God of fortress. That God of fortress means a God of strongholds. You have not seen strongholds yet. He's going he's gonna to honor the God of strongholds and a God which his fathers did not know. He's going to be a strange God, a very unfamiliar God. And then he talks about commerce, gold and silver with precious stones Pleasant things. What, really what he's talking about right there really is the one world order. He's propping up a one world order and that one world order will be as God. Does he shall act against the strongest fortresses with a foreign God which he shall acknowledge and advance? He's going to advance its glory. He's not advancing the God Jehovah glory, but he's advancing the glory of this world, the glory of the enemy, the glory of Satan. And he shall cause them to rule over many and divide the land for gain. Amen, somebody. Go to Revelation chapter 13. I'm, I'm giving you a lot of scripture tonight because I'm going to get into some very good, some, some very meaningful details as relates to us right now. I want you to understand because you look at news a lot and you don't know what you're watching. You look at news a lot and it just seems like news. Everything that you see, it has end time implications. It has end time understanding, but you've got to understand the end time. So now when you see things happening, you hear it spoken about, you hear different laws, you hear different agendas, the light will go off and say, this is what it's talking about. This is how I need to maneuver. Amen, somebody. The book of Revelation, chapter number 13. Uh, then I'm going right where we need to go tonight. Revelation 13, 11 says, Then I saw a, 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 another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke like a dry, dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence. Don't have time to really go through that tonight. And causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. 
verse 14. And, and he, listen, and he, and he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he, you, you will not be able, in the, in the seven-year truth, you will not be able to understand that this man is not God. He will, he will have such a delusional power, such a deceptive power, it will look just like God. You, you, you will see a resurrection from the dead. You will see, he, he, the Bible says, calling down fire from heaven. You will see him work, amen, strange miracles that look like miracles from God. You, you, you will doubt that it's just not God. And this is what the Bible says. And he deceives those who dwell on earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to live, to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. So if you don't worship him in the seven years of tribulation, if he's not worshiped, you will, people will be killed. It's not that I, now I'm good, that ain't what I'm trying to do. Now, you, you will face the greatest persecution that you can ever think about. Matter of fact, I don't have time to look at it in the Bible tonight. The Bible says in the seven years of tribulation, it will be so bad that people will literally try to kill themselves. But will not be, God will not allow them to kill themselves. They will have, they come on church. And so this, this, is, a, this is a powerful thing. That's why we need to be in the first load. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause us many to worship the image of the beast to be killed. Really, we need to spend about a whole month on that, but we just ain't got time. He calls all both small and great. Listen, rich, everybody's going to be the same, pretty much. It's going to be one, one. you know how this pandemic that pretty much put everybody in the same level, don't matter how much money you got to do. It, 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 he said he calls us all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. So he's going to brand his people. He's going to brand his followers, and it's going to be a, a, a symbolic of loyalty. Your loyalty, and, and, and let's see what this is going to get you, this, this, this mark of the beast. And, and that no one would buy or sell except one has the mark or the name of the beast or the name of his name. Come on, church. So if, if you don't have the mark, the only way to function, to live, to exist in the tribulation, if you want to eat, you've got to have the mark of the beast. No mark, no eat. No mark, no dental plan. No, no, no mark. Uh, uh, no airplane ticket. The mark of the beast is going to be your credit card. I'm, I'm going a little further in a minute. Here is wisdom. If you don't get anything, please get this wisdom. I know you're discouraged tonight and thinking about, amen, JoJo left you three months ago, but you need some wisdom, amen, so you can understand what's going on. Let him who has understand calculate the number of the beast. The number of man is man is 666. Six in the Bible means the number of man. He, the number of the beast is called 666. 
Everything that you see going on. So now I really want to get under some understanding about what we're dealing with tonight at this particular time. The mark of the beast is about the 666. It's about a one world order. Make no mistake about it. Every, every, every administration, and I'm going to say this tonight, doesn't matter if it was Republican or Democratic uh, administration, has kept with a certain theme of a new world that's coming into play. There is a new world order, which is a one world order system. So I want you to understand where you sit tonight. The pandemic is very big. And I do believe tonight that the pandemic and the COVID-19 was not caused by a bat in China. I believe it was lab created because I understand tonight there had to be something very traumatic to happen to usher the people into a new way of world. The pandemic, COVID-19 has did that, and there is no going back to what we were, the way we were, but also what it has done. In its own way, it has brought down particular systems of the world. The economic system will never, ever go back to what it was. The educational system will never, ever go back to what it was. The religious system will never, ever go back to what it was. The only way to do life going forward will be a new world situation. Listen, listen tonight, because I want you to understand. So what is a one world government? It's a one world religion. It's a one, it's a one, one currency. It's one communication. That's why 5G is so important right now. 5G is very important. I thank God for AT&T because it brings a revenue stream into my household because my wife works for AT&T. Amen. They, they will help usher in this communication. Let me tell you about AT&T. People try to, people try to throw dust at AT&T. They ain't got good service. AT&T owns everything, all landlines. If you got bank, you got ATM, they own the landlines. You can call service, whatever you want to. Metro, Sprint, Verizon, whoever you want to. AT&T owns all the lines. They own everything. And, and, and what is their symbol? The earth is their symbol. I'm, I'm trying to go somewhere with this now. Listen, 5G technology is very important. It, this cannot happen through technology without 5G. The healthcare system will be one system. This, this so that the man of perdition, the, the man of sin, the Antichrist, he can rule as God. He can't rule without everything up under one system. If it's all up under one system, he can rule as God. God don't need one system. God just owns everything, moves how he wants to control everything. But he needs a system that's not disconnected, that's not doing different systems, but he needs one system that he can control. You, 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 you're coming into that right now. So this is why we got now the global governance. Global governance, which means globally we're being governing by one rule you're already starting to see it you see things like nato you you you, you understand that, that 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 for this to happen countries have to give up their sovereignty this is why this is so big i want you to understand things that you in order for there to be a one world government uh, understand the, the only way for and only way there could be a one world government government there has to be a one a, a one world system it has to be a global governance which means there's one power that's governing all countries the countries will have to give up their sovereignty 
Are y'all hearing me? I'm not, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not, I'm not Democrat, I'm not Republican. All of them had a, have a hand to play in all of this. NAFTA is very important. Free commerce trade. Uh, 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 UN, that's a global, now the global health organization. All of these systems, all of these, whether you know it or not, these are global governing powers. And countries have to give up their sovereignty. I'm not Republican or Democrat, but I'm, I'm going to say this tonight. There is a reason why this, this immigration thing is so big. I'm, I'm, for, I'm, I'm, for, I'm, I'm, I'm for making sure everybody's taken care of, everybody eating. I'm just telling you how this is going to go. When you start hearing, we, we're all one now. The whole nation is one. Every, everything is one. All, all countries have to be together now. There's no sovereignty in that. Countries will have to lose their sovereignty, and that's what you're seeing going on right now, whether you know it or not. So sometimes we can't stop what's going on, but we can't ask God to confuse the enemy. We can't ask God to disrupt some things. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm telling y'all I'm an independent, but I just want y'all to understand. I didn't like President Trump like a lot of the folks. I didn't like what he did on the social justice side. I, I, I just some things that just got me, some things that caused me to just be in an uproar on the inside. I'm going to be honest with you. I've never seen some of the stuff that I've seen. But, but, but I'm going to say this tonight. One thing happened in 2018, and that's when he rejected, in the 73rd UN Council, he, he rejected the world global system. And it threw the United States out there that we were by ourselves now. Listen, listen, because <laughs> see, we, we don't understand what's going on. Trump is not a God man so much as Biden is a God man, so much as Bush or Reagan or Carter's a God man. Listen, all of them may have a relationship with God. All of them have parts to play. Trump was a wild card. I'm not saying God put him in office. I'm, I'm certainly saying that, that he came and no one knew what happened. The Bible says God will come and confuse. He will, he will, he will use the foolish thing to confuse. Amen. Confound the things of wise of wisdom. I think, I think he was a wild card. I think he, he, he wasn't in a, a deck. Like he, he, I mean, you know he wasn't in a deck. He wasn't playing the full deck. But you understand what I'm saying. He wasn't, he wasn't truly winning, but he was a wild card. He pushed back on the world one. He made he pushed back on the one world governing system. So he said no to no to the UN. We're out. We don't we don't want a part of you. When he said no, we don't want to be a part of the global health organization, the governing of all the health. He says we're out. That was very significant. I, it was very significant. Now I'm not saying I'm not Republican, Democrat, but you better stop being a fool. You better understand this word. You better understand one world. And, and, and now all the forces all across the globe that are trying to push all of us together. I'm just trying to help you now. I'm, I'm not for any man, but God, whatever they all doing, God confused the enemy. See, in, 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 the, tower, in the days of the Tower of Babel, when, when, when Nimrod, when they were trying to build 
a tower unto themselves. They were trying to build a one world government. But the Bible says that God seen what they were doing and God came down and confused the enemy. He confused their language. They could not talk. He didn't want them to have the same language. He did not want to share. Because when man evil connect with one another, God says there would have not been anything that they couldn't do if, if, if they would have been together. I told you two weeks ago, Jesus didn't come coming preaching, let's all be at peace with one another. He says there's going to be a sword that's going to come and divide some things. There's got to be some separation around the initiatives of the kingdom of God. I done lost a lot of friends dealing with this thing because I, I, I'm not persuaded by politics. I'm persuaded by the policies and the agenda of the kingdom of God and what the Bible says are things that will happen. I'm never going to support anything that the Antichrist is pushing in this earth realm. And if you don't understand the agenda of the, uh, the Antichrist when it comes to one world government, government glo governance, and, and all of the global governance, if you don't understand, then you are going to be supporting things that goes against God and God's heart. It has nothing to do with politics. Stop being ignorant and get some understanding of the end times because we're at the door knocking and you need to be on the right side of God's favor. In order for the one world order to be pushed, it has to be a global government. It has to be nations giving up their sovereignty to all be now one. The, 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 the Antichrist will spin it and he will say the only way we can do this together now because of the pandemic, we all got to come together now as, as one. Now, I'm not saying that we don't need to be at peace. I'm not saying that we need to be at war. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying something different. Don't take it out of context. But what I am saying is you, you, you will not be able to get that unified thing in the kingdom of God at this particular hour uh, going forward. Amen. So the global pandemic has thrust us into a new world order, whether you want to believe it or not. Anytime the enemy wants to push something, he puts us in panic first. Because when people get in panic mode, people will start acting like they don't have any understanding and will make bad decisions. When 9-11 happened, people were in a panic. People were okay with giving up certain freedom and things around privacy. They, they, were able, they were willing to give that up now in order to be safe because of that panic that happened. Because of the panic of the global pandemic, people will make bad decisions. They will make bad decisions because they don't have the understanding and faith in the Bible to hold strong to what they know. Amen, somebody. So you have to be very careful what you're supporting right now. Global governance is coming. Technology is already here. The Apple, the, the cell phone that you have is, is, is a big part of what's going on. 
how, how, how close are we, Pastor? I mean, they've been talking about the end time. Of, you know, my great-great-grandmama told my, my, my great-great-grandmama, then my great-great-grandmama told my great-grandmama, then my great-grandmama told my grandmama, my grandmama told my mama, and we ain't seen nothing yet. Well, let me help you understand how close you are. Where's go to that slide. If you look at this, this is the new pattern that was just created, was just, was just introduced as a pattern last year, 2019, August. This is the Bill Gates pattern. The number of this pattern, if you Google this pattern, is 060606. That's the number of this pattern. Zero, if you Google pattern 060606, you will find this pattern. It has locked in this pattern, everything that you can think of, what we talked about in the world. This 145, who's 145? That's you. That's me. That's the individual. That's the individual. A sensor is that what you're going to need in you. The sensor is in you. Oh, my God. You call it sensor chip, whatever you want to call it. The sensor is in this 060606. This is a new pattern that's tied with everything that you see going on that happened just months before COVID-19. There has to be a user device. Can, can I help you understand something here? Because you've got to read all of the writings of the pattern. Can I help you all understand something? you got communication network. And you got cyber cryptocurrency, which is a new currency of the... Listen now. Zero six zero six. How close are you? So so so. Before you cut me off Facebook, I'm gonna get up here. Now I'm gonna get up there because you're gonna be see. Could it be? You have to read the description in detail of this pattern. One forty five sensor chip. One thirty cell phone communication. ATT or whoever. And you've got your one world currency. You all, you have just got a one world system. This was introduced six months, approximately, rather four months, depends on when COVID 19 first happened. They say November, I think it's first detected in China, which would be about three, four months before that. This was introduced. Why is Bill Gates acting like he's a scientist? Why is he doing more talk than even Dr. Fawcett on COVID-19? Does it, he's a comp computer guy. Is, is this making sense? There's already technology I'm not telling anybody what to do with the vaccine. You do what you want to. But if, if they're short, if you short, they said they ain't got enough for you. 
tell them that a man named Malcolm Lewis say, I can have his. You have mine. If you stay short, they say, we saved this from Malcolm Lewis. Say, he told me that I can get his. Can I get it? You, you can get it. Praise the Lord. Listen. I, I, I'm not telling nobody to not get no vaccine. You pray to God yourself. You, you pray to God. You got a, if you, you got a revelation understanding. You got to hear from God yourself. I'm, I'm, I can just tell you about my, myself, my household. Listen to what I'm telling you now. There's already an app that has been designed for your phone that will house information to confirm if you've taken the vaccine. How close are we? I don't know. But this, if you don't have this vaccine, there's already jobs that are saying you won't be able to work for us. If you don't have this vaccine globally, there's already countries says you will not enter our country. You will not be able to fly and there's certain air um, um, airlines that are already saying if, if we can't check to make sure and confirm that you have this, there's no flying. Your, your lifestyle will be limited. So now we're understanding could it be, I'm not saying, could it be and you can call me a conspiracy theorist all, all you want, because you call me that, you better call God that, because this is God's word. This is God's word. That's why ain't nobody going to ever be able to tell me that God's word is not real, that it was written by some man who, A, B, C, D, F, G, this Bible is speaking expressly. He says the mark of the beast is 666. I just showed you the global pattern by one of the wealthiest men in the United States, a world influential men who just introduce a pattern of 060606. What else could you not believe about this Bible? All I want to leave you with is this, because we're finna go tonight. Schools are saying you will be limited in your education. Sport events have already said you won't be able to attend. The Falcon fans, <laughs> the Falcon fans ain't gonna be able to go to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. No, we got to give up your tickets if you. Every, everything now, I want you to understand something because I want you to do your own. I'm, I'm giving you enough to whet your appetite. I could go on and on and on about this stuff. I need you to arrive at your own understanding based on what I have put out tonight. The comforting thing for us, the comforting thing for us, I know exactly where I'm at on all of this. You do your homework. You do your understanding. You got enough information tonight so as you go forward, because stuff is going to happen very quickly. This, this 2021 is going to be a year 
things going to move very quickly that you never have seen it move this quickly before. And you're going to have to be set on faith. You're going to have to be set on faith and understanding. The sons of Issachar knew they were the most influential tribe because they knew the times and they knew what they ought to be doing in those times. If you're in the church today, God bless you. You're confident. How close are we? If this is the system, it's ruled by the Antichrist. Everything is already connecting dots. And the church won't be here to go through the full effect of this. So I want you to do the math. The technology is here. The event that had to happen to pull the whole world in one system has already happened last year, whether you know it or not. If the church won't feel the full brunt of this, we'll be out of here. How soon do you think, how close do you think we are? I won't just leave you with this tonight. If you're in the church, you're comforted tonight. We, 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 the Bible says, Jesus says, I will keep you from that hour. I'm bringing you on, I'm bringing you on out of that mess. I'm bringing you out. So this is a good time to really, as we're in Christmas time, and we got little baby Jesus. Christmas. He's not a baby no more. He's Lord. To check our allegiance with God. To check your allegiance with God. It's very important right now. If I, if I could give everything that, that's, that's in me to give right now, it will be breathtaking. Trust me. If I could tell you every technology that's already designed, connected, ready to go, sitting on ready. And some of the technology is being used in other means in other countries, even this country, but they're using for other things. But the technology is it's just turning everything on for this purpose right here. If you're in Christ today, you're in good, you're in, you're in good company. I'm just helping you understand you, you're at the end of the last days. You're at the end. Now look up. Hold your head up. I pray to God that he would just confuse stuff. As, as administrations change, God, just keep confusing. I'll talk about all across the world. God, just keep confusing stuff. Because that's your mercy. Because it's your will that no one perish. I think it's still some out there that still has to come to the saving grace. Before the, the God will, before the church gets out of here. God, I don't, I don't know that. But, but God, keep confusing them. Keep confusing, keep confusing, keep, 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 keep putting up a, a, a spirit of, 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 of denial and resistance where it can't be full-fledged. But again, these things must come to pass. I love you tonight, <laughs> week before Christmas. I just want you to have a healthy understanding because you're starting to hear a lot of stuff in the news right now. I want you to understand, I'm not telling no, listen. If God tells you, if you feel God tells you to, to, to get the vaccine, go get the vaccine. I'm not telling you not to. I'm not telling you not to. I, that's not what I'm telling you tonight. I'm not prohibiting or saying that tonight. But what I am saying tonight, pray hard. 
because it's just not that. There's other things to consider. Amen. God bless you tonight. Listen, this is a good time, the, the week before Christmas. It's a good time to really thank God for, for who he is tonight because nothing that's going on will disconnect you from the love of God. That God loves us well tonight. God is going to continue to take care of his people. Amen. He's going to continue to take care of his people. God's going to continue to provide for his people. God's going to continue to do what he does best. Amen. Eternal Lord of God, we thank you. We praise you. Give you honor and glory. To you where we praise. We pray for those that may be viewing with us tonight. We thank you. Even this week before Christmas, God, uh, I know there's a lot of, just a lot of, of, of weariness, a lot of heaviness tonight, God, just throughout the entire world, God. But help us to continue to look up. Look up at our Redeemer, God. We thank you for Jesus Christ. We thank you that we've already won. We thank you, God, that we're not deceived. We thank you tonight for the knowledge and the understanding of the truth of God's love. We thank you for that tonight, God. So, God, we pray tonight if there's anybody who do, does not know you. They, they, don't, they don't know you. They don't know your son, Jesus Christ. They never accepted him. This is an awesome opportunity. This is an awesome opportunity, God, for them to connect and them to give their lives to you. We thank you for that tonight, God. We pray for those that are still struggling. COVID-19 is very real. We know there's a very dark winter ahead. But God, we need your light. We need the light of your glory to shine in our world, to shine in our homes, to shine in our communities, God. We lift up those that are struggling and in hospitals and and, and, and healthcare workers, our first line of defense, continue to keep them strong and keep them, oh God, shielded from this evil virus. We thank you for that tonight, God. And so, God, we pray tonight as families come together over the next week, God, we, we bind that spirit of COVID-19, God. And God, we're praying that that the hopelessness that does exist, God, that, that in households and marriages tonight, God, God, that you will bring a spirit of deliverance, God, to, to give a, a garment of, of praise, amen, to your people, oh God. And so, God, we do love you. We do honor you tonight. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus and all saints said, amen. Amen. God bless you tonight. Listen, we love you tonight. We love you. Uh, again, we, we won't have Bible study in this format probably for the next month. We always do that in the Beacon of Light. I don't know. I may come to you from the home or something. I'm not sure what we'll do, but, but always a word. Amen. Amen. You got your own word. Amen. Uh, but, but truly, we thank you tonight for viewing and connecting with us. Some of you have been connected to our Bible study pretty much all year long. And we thank you for that. We thank you for your support, your tithes, your offers. We just thank you for all these different things. And so, again, we love you. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Uh, if you're going to follow us on Sunday, we look forward to seeing you and having you connected with us on Sunday morning. Be blessed. Be warm. Take care. Remember, God loves you. Amen.